The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Good afternoon, morning, ladies and testicles, and welcome to episode 86 of the Peak Athletic Club podcast, the Pack podcast, proudly brought to you by Budgie Smuggler. The Supreme Cus... Actually, uh, new intro. Kia ora and welcome to the Pig Athletic Cup podcast, the Pack podcast, proudly brought to you by Budgie Smuggler, the supreme custom swimmer suppliers. If your team or club haven't got a pair of custom Budgie Smugglers, hit the link in the description and get smuggling like the rest of us. Ryan Freeney couldn't make it today, but I'm joined by our very best friends from Sydney. One's in the Gold Coast and one's in the north of Sydney, Alex Ironside and Dave Vera. Welcome, boys. Kia ora now. Kia ora. Malo Lele, thank you for having me. Yep. Malo Lava, Tony. <laughs> now, uh, let's rip straight into our Budgie Smuggler Bordies Bandit and uh, explain why I have a Kiwi twang to my uh, uh, speaking things. <laughs> What's that word? Your I accent. just couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys want to kick it off? Um, yeah, I'll go first. My, I'll go start my Bordies. So, Bordies Bandit. This is on behalf of someone, is uh, Dave Veyer. On Friday at the uh, Norse lunch, um, bumped into uh, CEO of Aqua Rugby, Jimmy Galvin. And he goes, uh, oh. oh, mate, I've seen you on the podcast. Like, it's good. You know, pump it up, pack. He goes, fuck. Dave's got the trophy from Aqua Rugby still. And, you know, we've had a bit of back and forth banter. But, you know, I think I really need it back now. So... <laughs> Dave, mate, it's time to relinquish that trophy that's not yours and give it back to Jimmy because yeah. he wasn't too happy about it. He brought it up to me twice on the evening. He said, "I'll oh, make sure when you, you know, you see Dave and, um, uh, you know." So I'll put the side I put on the podcast. Keep it. Yeah, I was going to say that. maybe not for, but yeah, no, even better. <laughs> make sure you give it back. Yeah. Mate. So anything um, back, Dave? <sighs> Do you still have a rebuttal on that, Dave? Hey? Do you still have a rebuttal on that? Oh, I actually do have it. I do have a rebuttal. I mean... (laughs) And the trophy? Yeah, I have the trophy. And uh, my rebuttal is we've actually uh, earned that trophy and it's it's rightfully a rightful owner. So, I mean, to be fair to... to Jimmy, we've been trying to organise sending it back, and every time I'm away for work or no one's at home, or he's away, I'm away. So it's only taken about what seven months now, but it's safe. It's here. Uh, it's in one piece, and we. It's good for a kick on on a Saturday night. <laughs> nice. Um, my other body's bandit. Another one is uh, the Gordon Colts. Um, just carrying on the Crowy on Friday, um, Saturday after losing um, to our first Colts. Um, Russ, Nathan Russell would have a few, few things to say about that. Um, and then on the positive note, Budgie Smuggler, uh, Norse, first Colts, first grade, third grade, fourth grade for beating Gordon on the weekend. Um, get that up here. Um, Nice to see Russ um, prove who is the best centre in the comp. I won't say who he's going up against, but anyway. <laughs> and um, my second one is to um, two of the greatest commentators in Australian rugby history. Um, I'm talking about Greg Clark and Swaney um, on the uh, panel. Gordon, oh, Gordon Gray would be Gordon Gray, yeah, he's number uh, one. Yeah. Nah, there's, there, these are my two favourites, mate. Um, anyway, Swaney... 
almost got absolutely dominated by Clarkie um, when they did the panel thing. Clarkie just took over and started interviewing Swoop and um, Graham Bond, two of Norse Wallabies. But in my eyes, Swainy came out on top. He's my favourite. Uh, cur- well, let's go current. Now, he's easily the best uh, game caller that we've yeah. got. Doesn't get enough games. Um, too many uh, ex-players getting games that shouldn't be getting games. Um, no comment. So there you go. That's mine. Swaney's going to love that one. Oh, God. What if you and Swaney got signed up no, to mate, IC? I just, remember, I, I just remember him down at, at North Sydney Oval and he'd ask you some questions about some players and he'd always bring it up on the commentary. He kept it fresh. Yeah. I rate him. I reckon I he's it. good. He's a good man. And uh, Dave, who's your good man or person for the week? I'll start with my budgie smuggler. My budgie smuggler for the week, I did something uh, a bit left field this week. Uh, I went and watched a film. Um, I bought it myself. Yeah, and uh, the, the Tongan film Red, Red, White and Brass. Yeah. I, I think, unfortunately, it's only released for a week um, oh, wow. across Australia. Yeah, there and watch it. I thought it was a very well done yeah. film. All the, uh, the whole storyline was... Uh, well depicted of Polynesians, Tongan especially. So yeah. that's my uh, that's my board, my my budgie, and my board is um, <laughs> is actually going to be um, the current Wallaby um, Rob Liotta. We're actually meant to have dinner tonight, and I'm just name dropping people right. I know, you know. <laughs> and um, Molly saw and I turned up to have dinner with him, and he stood us up. But it's kind of, it kind of reminds us, uh, I mean, a special someone, and see what it feels like to yeah. not get invited to dinner. Yeah. Well, it doesn't feel but, nice, um, does it, mate? Oh, fuck, heartbroken. But um, I'm going to go on Ironside this week and kind of make up my mind and just make up one boardies. So I'm going to have two boardies this week. This week, the last day of the month on Friday, and I guarantee you next week on Tuesday, Philip Lowe is going to come out and increase the interest rates once again. <laughs> so... Guaranteed, mate. Guaranteed. If you... Yeah, if you... um, Yeah. That'll be my uh, second uh, boardies. Whilst I'm at it, I also earned a third there. The RA, the RA pigeon, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard, mate. The RA pigeon, mate. You just uh, come on, get your get your finger out or your bloody beak I out. Found, I only found out the other day. Apparently, the Wallabies are playing in the World Cup this year. I don't know if you knew that, <laughs> but um, they're playing in the World Cup in France. Oh wow, I, I, mate. Didn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Um, before I jump on the back of that uh, with the RA Pigeon, I'm going to say my budgie smuggler. Start on a positive. My budgie smuggler is our new best friends, uh, <laughs> our uh, friends from across the Dutch, the Black Ferns, and New Zealand rugby in general. Just getting around the pack. A uh, bit of backstory. We reached out to Rugby Australia and the Wallaroos few, or before we even reached out to Black Ferns. Um, and tried to see if we can help out, help uh, hype up the game as we do uh, for free. We don't want anything in return, just access to the players. <laughs> um, and uh, we got the, uh, it took a, probably a month or so for the rejection email back from Rugby Australia, which was fine, which was fine. Um, and then, you know, Blackburn straight away, yeah, keen. Uh, we'll try and fit you guys in. Uh, come to any training sessions you guys want so that's what we've been doing just making friends and uh yeah that's why the black ferns are our new best friends just access they just get it you know they tell us when we're not allowed to have our cameras out just obviously they're set piece stuff so we're not actual spies just to make sure we're not spies um and to be honest when they were doing the hucker practice today my heart i've I felt like I'm part Kiwi. 
like maybe I should do the DNA test uh, with Chainsaw in a few weeks. And I was actually thinking, I was already thinking about moving across the ditch um, to, you know, see if I could rekindle. Well, it's not rekindled because he hasn't started. <laughs> we'll see what's going on over there with my lady friend. So you never know, guys. I might be calling in from across the ditch next week. So Aotearoa. Yeah, Aotearoa, land of the long white... <laughs> Um, Cloud. yeah, clouds, clouds. <laughs> I'm learning, I'm learning. <laughs> but on to my Bordies Bandit. Like I mentioned before, it is the Rugby Australia marketing pigeon. <sighs> they just don't fucking get it. They don't fucking get it. I'm not going to name any players, but their Wallaroos girls are also not happy about it. Um, I've been teasing them about our new best friends, um, and it's just. I don't know, something needs to change in Rugby Australia just to, uh, literally what they have to do is look at the NRLW, how they marketed State of Origin, massive crowd uh, last week, and just copy what they're doing. To get on TikTok, you see, you go on TikTok, it's rug, the NRLW girls everywhere. Wallaroos, where they're pretty much locked up in on the Gold Coast, when the Black Ferns are out here, you know, signing autographs with all the kids, doing cross training with the Broncos girls, just out there. And um, unfortunately, our Wallaroos girls are locked up like Rapunzel. So free to yeah. gang, free to gang. <laughs> and I, what I like, I don't know really what we're going to talk about, but like, in what world does it not? How can we not coexist like in this realm with them? You know, look, yeah. you look at rugby league. Say, so if you bring up perfect example, rugby league example, yeah, mate. There's like five or six rugby league podcasts I can name off the top of my head that don't really work, you know, with the NRL and they're pretty much doing free third-party yeah. marketing for them. Yeah. They all you have to give is access to the players. Like, yeah. it's really, it's such a small thing to ask and, like, maybe we talk about where the game's gone. If we can't, we can't even get that. And the girls you are know, asking for it. The girls for, are asking you know, for it's it. 20 minutes. It's 20 yeah. minutes access. Like, it's not that, it's not that much. I think my my question is, I mean, I I know certainly you guys reach out and whatnot, but why what's why why is it why is, why are they saying no? Is it a control thing or yeah, they don't? We've we've got, they don't. We got told that you know if they want if we want to talk to any of the girls, we have to go through them because I think we had one of them on our Pack Rugby show a few weeks ago, and we went through mm. her instead of like asking the player directly instead of asking Rugby Australia. So they want us to go through Rugby Australia and not ask the girls, even though we know some of the girls. We're not allowed yeah. to ask them. They're like, don't ask our players. Ask us first. And it's mm. a bit weird when we know some of them. Um, and all we want to do is hop up the players. Right. Well, Very odd. Very odd. Looking forward to the next coffee time on uh, the Wallabies yeah. as well. And this is me holding back as well. This is me holding back. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to go to uh, war again, me more again. I'm like, oh, I have to learn from last time. You know, you just, it will change. It will change one day. Um, hey, more, like Freeney like Freeney said the other week, son, there's one one person doing a good good Lord's work here is you. You're knocking at the door. Yeah, oh mate. Been knocking for a few years. This is the last year I'm knocking, mate. Need to go get, to go get a real job, mate. I'll take you. You'd be a good plumber. Yeah. Speaking of uh uh, that has nothing to do with what I was going to segue into. But speaking of whatever's going on, a lot of people are taking, you know, holidays, vacations. Uh, and no, most notably over to Europe. It's European summer at the moment. And uh, being, I used to live over there a few times, did a few stints over there. Uh, Semi-pro rugby in that. Oh, this week's top five is Sjöner's Euro Summer Destinations. We'll start off with number five. I had Berlin. 
Berlin's a smoky yeah. one. Uh, when I f- first booked it, I was a bit scared. I didn't know if the you know they liked people with my tan if it was too soon yet. But I booked it one weekend, went over, um, and it is amazing. If yeah, you cool. if you don't like drugs, don't go there. Um, if you like, you know, uh, I'm not uh, I'm not saying do drugs, but uh, it's a good place to party and good, some good rooftop bars. And you can make a lot of new friends, uh, especially if you stay near the backpackers like I did. Um, and yeah, Berlin's my number five. Amsterdam is number four. Uh, that's where I lived for one of my stints over in Europe. And everyone thinks it's big for the weed. Like if you like weed and stuff, well, there's very drugs, uh, <laughs> drugs listed. But um, I like it more for the beach clubs. Like I used to work at one of the beach clubs while I was over there. Um, and there's a, I think there's a few beaches along the coast of the Netherlands, uh, Nordwijk, Schevenier, uh, Zandvoort and Bloemendal. Make sure you look them up. I'm going to say they're better than the beach clubs in Bali. It's clean. There's literally the whole coast is packed with beach clubs. I was going to say, is there, I didn't realize there's beaches in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know that. It's amazing. It's just like half, probably half an hour outside of Amsterdam. And F1 track at Amsterdam. Yeah, Bloemendal. Yeah, that's where that's where that nice, is. Right. Um, and then at number three, I've got the uh, real life love island, Ibiza. Um, <laughs> the beaches aren't that nice in Ibiza, but massive parties. Um, and it's just it's just like being in... There's not many Spanish people there. They're probably work, working at the clubs and stuff, but it's just full of Brits. So if you love Brits and party, then try at Ibiza. Flinny's, uh, Flinny was, didn't talk to me on the way to training last Tuesday. I was like, what are you doing, mate? He goes, oh, I'm going back to, to Wales in September, but I'm just trying to book my trip to Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine his Ibiza trip would be very in between his life with all his mates. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing place. And at number two, I'll go Portugal. I also did a stint here in Portugal. Uh, lucky enough to stay on the beach in a nice area called Cascais, which is Lisbon's a bit boring, but you should go check out Cascais. It's just outside of Lisbon. But if you want to go check out the actual nice place, you're going to have to drive like an hour south of Lisbon down to the Algarve. That's where all the Brits are also. Also a lot of Aussies down in Lagos, which is the Algarve region. Um, and then we'll finish off. This is where Aussies and Americans always go as well. Uh, it's over to Croatia. Yacht Week, notably one of the best times of my life. I uh, did go as a bloody 30-year-old, um, and it's still great. It's still one of the best things you'll ever do, partying in, like, run-down castles and shit, just boat parties the entire week. Um, but it will get you missing work. Uh, I look back at some of my snaps, and I'm like, oh, I wish I was here, and it was just picture of my beach club in in amsterdam um but pick it over to you guys what's your favorite you know summer destinations it could be in australia could be in europe or wherever you guys have have gone so we've turned this Um, podcast into a getaway show that's what mate what is this podcast meant to be (laughs) talk about rugby all we do is talk about rugby yeah um i agree with berlin like that's i agree with uh don't go there if you don't want to party but there's some i still thought there's some good stuff to do during the day like they got a big, um, it's just a good drinking culture. So you yeah, can drink sure. outside. But on another another part of um, that I did a bit later in the, it's more uh, probably autumn, but uh, did Oktoberfest. Oh, yes. Um, that was probably like those three days uh, with my mate Tommy. Um, three massive days. Awesome, but best fun. Um, again, 
can't seem to avoid English people, Aussies, and Kiwis. Yeah. Um, anywhere you went, I don't think I spoke to one German person that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, also to I think underrated, like London is a great. Oh, like, yes. you find some good places out. Like London for in summer, um, you know, or when it's like a bit warmer weather. Yeah. Some good places to go drinking there. Yeah. Like, I um, forgot about London. That's actually up there. The first yeah. time I went, I didn't like it because probably I was with my missus. Um, but if you're single and, yeah, out to have a good time, then London's amazing. And then one of my lo- low-key Europe- European ones, um, it's in the UK as well as Bristol um, oh. in the UK. Bristol? Like a big, big uni town. Yeah. Mate, three awesome nights out in Bristol. Like real, bit more of a grungy vibe, but yeah. not so much summer getaway. But because yeah, like, it's inland a bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but there's like, it's a big uni town, but mate, yeah. awesome. If anyone's been there, they'll, they'll get it. It's, it was awesome. I, th- I reckon like Brits are just the best people to be around, especially when you're traveling. Yeah. The Poms? Uh, all, yeah. yeah. All, nah, you, I, like, thought Welsh, I thought they'd be Scottish, annoying. Nah. You, I think we love to hate them, but we just like, they're very... They get it. They kind just of. get it. They I get was it. just going to say they get it. We get each other. Yeah, they well, get we, that yeah. we find them annoying, and they know that they find us annoying. I fucking love them. Cool. I love them. Yeah, they're fucking they're good fun. They got good crack. Aussies are shit at banter. They, um, they in terms of uh, summer destinations, I mean, I don't have too many because I'm only just uh, managing to stay in the country, unlike Sione. I mean, my passport only works. <laughs> within Australia so I haven't quite travelled to Europe but I have done Berlin I must say yes you, I, I know Shane alluded to Berlin party but you can actually do Berlin sober it's actually quite a quite an interesting city very a lot of history and a lot of yeah. things to learn in Berlin okay what did you learn so what, what's one thing you learned <sighs> Walk through the whole bloody um, what's it called? The wall, the wall, the Berlin Wall, mate. Yeah, what was the yeah, wall? I, what was the I wall? I pissed built? on that one morning, <laughs> and I thought it might be disrespectful, but it's actually I was pissing on the th- the you know the separation of people. Yeah, so oh, like, yeah. there you go. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 separation of people. Yeah, don't <laughs> separate anyone. Oh. Thinking of uh, separation, there's a new show that's trending at the moment called Fuckboy Island where the girls have to try and separate the fuckboys from the good boys. Have you guys ca- caught the show at all? Yeah, there's a boy who plays for Manly on it, that Nick Brand- that Nick guy. He got oh, voted he? out. He I got thought voted- he played for Gordon. Nah, he went moved to Manly. I think he's played for South as well. So oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, fuckboy for sure. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> for sure. <laughs> not, apparently. But, yeah, he got voted out. But, um, yeah, me and Dave sat down and watched it and go, oh, I don't want to watch this. And we're doing the classic, like, on the phone, but it's like watching the whole thing. <laughs> but we'll, uh, for the listeners, if they're still listening after our little getaway uh, segment just then, uh, let's, what's some, you know, things girls should be looking for when they're trying to spot a fuckboy? How can you spot one? You got any, uh, any things that you look for or you see, oh, he's a fuckboy? If he sits down on the table, phone's facing down. Fuckboy. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yep. I got one. Uh, if if he wears a, I still do that. If he wears a snap back, snap back, and he goes over his ear, fuck boy. You know those. They wear the hats, and he goes over the ears. He's a murderer. You know they're fuck boys. Murderer. <laughs> yeah, fuck boy murderer. Like a pretty pretty obvious one. Mullets mullets these days in a mo. Yeah. Um, but like the the well manicured one. Yeah. Like you just know these days that's a that's a that's confident. Fine. Sometimes confidence. You know what? 
you know some bikes have a little bit more confidence when they're talking to you. Yeah. Why yeah. have they got that confidence? Because they've been practicing. <laughs> they've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ramble through. I've got a bit of a list here. Um, I've got NBA singlet. Uh, if you were an NBA singlet out, um, not just at home, you're a fuckboy. You're wearing earrings. Mm. you got earrings on both ears. You're a fuckboy. Uh, painted nails. You're a fuckboy. Uh, Mouldy uh, tattoo. And you ate Mouldy. You're a fuckboy. And also, Mouldy in general, living on the, on the GC. You're a fuckboy. And that's facts. <laughs> and that's facts. I think, um, what's it called? You might, you know... One way you can do it is instead of look for the fuckboy red flags, you look for the non-fuckboy red flags. Probably for the good female listeners out there. You, <laughs> quite, you might need a little bit of fuckboy in you, Sione, I think. Yeah, I do. I remember I had a little... Uh, I think you do. little phase where I was like, am I a fuckboy? Like, and then I was like, I don't like this, so I had to stop. It's, it's not for me, mate. It's not for me. Uh, yeah, I watched an episode of that show and there was a guy who got voted out and he started crying because he was like a good bloke. It, it's, a, it's a weird show, that, that oh, fuckboy. Wow. Wow. And he, was, he got, because he didn't want to leave the boys. He was all sad and stuff. Like he went oh. on there to find love. He went on there to find love. Oh, so they, they mistakenly sent him out as, a, as an F-boy? Oh, they sent him out because they didn't like him. Oh, so, he, he, so didn't didn't get an opportunity. <laughs> he just wanted to belong. So, but the girls, the girls sent him out. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But on the girls, <laughs> what are some? Uh, we'll turn it around. What are some signs for some fuck girls? Because this generation, mate, they're naughty. We got some fuck girls around here. Those wicked eyelashes, fake yeah. lashes. You reckon? Oh, yeah. I, I reckon some of them probably use it for confidence. You know, I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes. But yeah, I, I think a lot of them would be, you know, cake. Cake, like, too ma- much makeup. Massive amount of Like, you need the paint scraper to get it off. Yeah. Um, Follows uh, bulk NRL players, but doesn't yeah, watch rugby league. Like, posts, like, influencer story. You know those? Oh, ones? Yeah, you know, that's got a code. They've got, they got, like, a couple. they got, like, a thousand followers, but they do the influencer yeah, stories. Yeah, here's my code. Here's that my is, code. that's not play on, because you know what they want to do. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Uh, <sighs> I said, uh, oh, yeah, on that, uh, has entrepreneur in the... IG bio. That's oh. often shows that they're the fuck girl, or maybe they're just girl bosses. I'm playing both sides over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fairly obvious, I think, for blokes. I think it's harder to find a to find a woman fuck girl. Yeah, I was. Maybe that's just everyone. a comment on you know society and that. Like yeah. you know, girls probably like you know really nice. If yeah. you're listening, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one for a fuck boy. I just remembered. Uh, you know. Sees girls for a few months and then doesn't like, you know, put a tag on what's going on. <laughs> Dave, move it. Sorry, what? <laughs> no, are we are we going. on to the week that was now? <laughs> uh. <laughs> go even deeper. What's got you thinking this week? What we're going to makes you think? What's got you thinking this week? Anything? I'll start. Um, no, you, oh, good. Okay, okay, Dave. Yeah. I've been thinking about this all week, um, and very related to our top five this week. You obviously we spoke about top five destinations in Europe for summer. I'll get away from Sydney winter. Is Philip Lowe has increased the interest rates bloody twelve times, and young people has come out week in week out, month in month out, and complaining that we're they're being left behind, and then yet in the last month or so. Just how many young people is traveling Europe? I'm like, all right, who, who, the, who, the, who the fucker is complaining now? Maybe it's just me, but I'm the only one battling away at my landlord not to increase my rent here. 
and the rest of the Sid- rest of Sydney's in Europe. That makes me think this week. I think, let me tell you how to think about that one. You play rugby mm-hmm. union, and you play rugby union in Sydney, and that's the people you've met. So, ipso facto, I don't think they're worried about interest rates. Back yeah. of mum and dad's interest rates stayed the same. Or you save, mate. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got two, like, I always um, come with more than I need. But um, one makes you think, oh, it's probably not so much me, but um, on the weekend saw uh, the Western Force coach, um, Simon Cron. And um, maybe when he saw me again, and I know he said this to someone, which was hilarious, and I got back at him. And I think, his make you think is, I recruited this guy Ironside and all he does is play third grade. Because he said that to someone. I uh, said, but I make a hell of a club captain. And he did say, you know, he did say that. But that makes you think, like, what could have been? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you haven't played one game of Prems, have you? No. Nah. Oh, we've got, to, we've got to push for this. Surely. I play at the best club in Sydney, mate. So... Like, you have got com- a lot of com- good competition in right. Yeah, true. Like, I play in the back row in, at Norse, mate. Yeah. I had fucking Will Miller above us and, like, he Brad Himopo. Yeah. yeah. Who's Le- the bo- Lieber. <laughs> now Grisgerski. Yeah, the, his name is. The, the captain for Force. What's his name again? Oh, um, Wells. Wellsy. Wellsy, yeah. Mate, it's not an easy task. Anyway, <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe next year, whatever. But that makes you think. Um, yeah. I'm sure I've got Cronny thinking on the weekend. Uh, good to see him. Shout out to him. Wow. Um, name drop. And then what makes me think, it actually made me think earlier in the episode, and I bit my tongue to bring it up in this segment, is imagine telling someone 50 years ago that you're going to go into a meme war with the ARU. <laughs> that makes me think, mate. <laughs> oh, how times have changed. But, yeah, all right, let's fix this problem. Let's go into a meme war, which... I don't know if it's a bad, I think it's a good thing, but that just makes you think how, yeah. how times have changed. Oh, we, you're, we, we, you're, calling, you're calling this in, into this world is go have a meme war with the ARU. You hey, used did, to just write into the, your local editor. <laughs> we did go to meme war with uh, QRU and look, mate, they're, they're starting to get, you know, they're starting to connect the dots. Because somebody, somebody's got invites to QRU <laughs> and soon going to be best friends again. Um, I also just had some a thought when you were saying that makes you think. When you said it's not easy making prems, it makes you think, mate. I've made prems uh, first grade uh, as a number eight and as a prop. So Yeah, but you playing the Brisbane comp. <laughs> yeah, the hospital comp. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, okay. Well, you can think no more. We've just answered it for you. (laughs) Let's rip on into our questions. Uh, We've got two. We'll go to Dan Vu's question from last week. What's your go-to karaoke song? Riveting, riveting question. Thanks, Dan. Keep them coming. I got two, depending on the crowd. K-San by um, Cold Chisel and um, Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Um, Oh, you're Molly. You and Molly Thor should have a karaoke off. <laughs> oh, mate, I absolutely belted out Mr. Brightside in the uh, pub in Rotorua for this uh, Bucks recently, and there was definitely full of gang members, and they were getting around me. So, <laughs> wow. I think I bridged. I, I think I bridged a few cultural gaps there. <laughs> you definitely have to pick um, songs that the crowds would love. I made that mistake a few times singing love songs that I like, singing fucking Omarion and shit, and just. Crowd's going, what the fuck's going on here? 
Definitely country songs to go to. Morgan Wellen, Luke Combs. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, my go-to is uh, Beautiful Crazy by Luke Combs. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I do enjoy um, Shallow from A, uh, a Star is Born. Oh, uh, yeah. So, shout out to the great Robin Hood um, down at uh, Ranwick. Great karaoke pub on a Friday. Same with, that's the only reason why we're not there on Friday throughout winter, but come summer, good for karaoke. Fuck, I'll come over. Yeah, yeah you should come over. All right, uh, last question. Uh, plus ones at weddings. Is it play on or red card? My mate is getting is my mate is getting married, and I've asked him for oh, and I've asked him to make it not a plus one, so that my miso doesn't have to ruin my fun. Firstly, she doesn't know who uh, she doesn't know him, and secondly, my ex will be there. <laughs> I don't think you, can't, you, you can't ask to not be plus one. I, so I I'm, yeah. in situ- I'm in that situation a lot currently because like I got mates at North who are a bit older. Yeah. That I haven't known for as long as the other boys. Yeah. So I get invited to the wedding and probably she doesn't get the plus one. But I get that. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you'd rather invite 20 of your Norse mates to the wedding than 10 of the boys yeah. and their partners if you don't really know the Because it does cost a lot of money. And if you're adding plus ones to everyone, that's just double everything. And yeah. you're leaving out family members just because you're trying to keep numbers low. And it's better to, you know, cut someone you've never met. I think it's actually a little bit plain if you don't know them. I think that's fair. Yeah. If you don't yeah. really know them, you're not that's involved. What I mean. that, that's, that's fair. Also, you can't, you, know, ask, you can't ask. Yeah. You can't ask your mate to not invite him. <laughs> Maybe he's, he's yeah. foreseeing the drama with his ex. Maybe yeah. he still likes his ex. Oh. I think for, that's a general rule of thumb is if there's an it might come through and there's not a plus one, I'm talking the reverse side, you don't you don't go ask, asking for a plus yeah. one. Yeah. If there, there's a reason why they haven't given you a plus one, um, and the plus one, and the plus one thing is, it's all different. I mean, if you've know, do you, if you know the partners really, really well, then yes. And if you don't, then you don't. Good to know oh, for my easy. next wedding. Maybe we can turn pack into a wedding wedding planner. Yeah, we've gone from getaway <laughs> trips to bloody <laughs> money management oh, with Dave. I enjoyed the getaway trips. I don't care if anyone else didn't. I enjoyed that segment. All right, before we too. before we go, it's back to who's next? Is it Dave next? Top five? And back to me, yeah. Well, what are we what are we going next week? Let's throw some how about, categories. How, I, we can have a brainstorm, but we can also throw it to the yeah. The three people that listen to our podcast <laughs> yeah. to see if they top have... five top five date destinations because you know like you're you're oh. a bit of an F boy so you can tell us your top five date destinations. That's a yeah, that's a good one when your right. missus asks, oh, what you got a date plan? And one the one thing we always do, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we go on Google date tips. What should we do for dates? So what's oh. your top five date destinations or things to do on a date? Right. Okay. Jesus Christ. All right. Next week. Yeah, that'd be hard to narrow down, eh? You probably got like fifty. <laughs> you fucking shagger. <laughs> Anyways, oh. uh, shout outs to in the pod. Yeah, um, every week, same shout out. Ladies' Day, eighth of July. It's coming up against Ramwick, and then also to shout out. I think it's the week before. Anyway, I can't remember the date, but cultural round. We locked in uh, a little halftime performance. With Tongan performance, so that'll be awesome, and um, a Tongan uh, DJ for first grade. Okay, no, because also- no, no. To be fair to um, Ironside, the Tongan crew that plays in at Norse are really good Tongan performers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think they're they're getting around it. 
And then a quick shout out to me. Did my grade one syndesmosis on the weekend, and I'm going to play this weekend because I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! So you obviously That's didn't. first grade material. <laughs> but you obviously didn't if you're playing this weekend. Yeah, it's grade one, Mark. I can barely walk. I'm playing. I walk around the field anyway, so fuck. <laughs> and Dave, shout out. Shout outs this week. Uh, shout out to a friend, Brian, who's actually uh, out uh, looking for a house. That's true, yep. Um, shout out to him. And, he um, should be my body's bandit because that- he's looking for a house without a garage, so it makes you think. <laughs> 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 Nothing's data proof, baby. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then my uh, next shout out is to the Wall Roos girls. Yes. Uh, I know she only has pretended like we've got new best friends, but. Um, at back, the, the Walrus will be there tomorrow night to cheer them on. Yep. Whoever they are, of course, I know 1 to 15, 1 to 23, I should say. Yep. Um, and hopefully they go well tomorrow night. Yeah. And That's if you're in Brisbane out. and you're listening, uh, come down to Redcliffe, get your tickets, and we'll see you there. We'll turn one on. Uh, I'm keen to kick on if anyone else is. If not, no, I'll just go to bed. Um, and my shout out, I'd like to shout out Sunnybank Rugby Club. Um, I was invited to cover their. Uh, multicultural day on the weekend um it's sunnybank has changed from you know their great years uh but it's good to see the people that actually love the club that have uh you know the the, the real ones who bought into the club and not just there for the money that they used to supply to the players i'm not saying dave Edway and the boys used to get a lot of money and then they left and now the club's you know trying to uh, (laughs) yeah so it's, it's great to see all those guys that, you know, heart and soul into the club, um, keep chugging along and trying to bring it back to life. So um, yeah, shout out that to... That was really awesome, that stuff. That was awesome. Shout I out to Sunny Bank. Yeah. Uh, and our last shout out, this is to one of our boys in America, one of our pack tourists. Uh, he's doing it tough at the moment. Uh, we got some. We got the news this morning, but me and Johnny are going to work with our boys over in in the states to get something going and to help him and his family. So shout out to you um, and your family uh, and everyone listening. Uh, do all the good stuff. Like, subscribe, share it, um, and yeah, we'll be back with some sick travel tips. And Dave's, what's the topic again for next week? Top five uh, dates. Date, yeah, date destination store things to do on dates. All right. Yeah, Love right. you guys, and we'll see you next week. See you, gang, boys. gang. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. See you tomorrow, Dave. I'll get your ticket. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll drive straight there. Sweet, Mark. I'm jealous. <laughs>